From our studios in North Florida, it's in black and white. And now your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and patriots of all ages, welcome to In Black and Right, the new definition of color commentary. Got a little something special today. We're going to be doing WTF Friday on Thursday. Yes, my friends. Yes, we're doing something a little bit different today because tomorrow there will be no WTF Friday because I will be on the road uh, for that weekend, but I will be back regular as regularly scheduled on Monday. It's just, well, have yourself a three-day weekend. Uh, yep, WTF Friday on Thursday. We're still going to keep in with the spirit of the show. Uh, but we're just doing it a day early. But anyway, folks, we've got a lot on the menu today. And before we get started, as usual, you can send us comments, questions, shout outs, or whatever uh, at inblackandright at gmail.com or check out our website, www.inblackandright.net. My friend, breaking news a little bit earlier today. Wow, this is crazy. Actor Alec Baldwin is going, has, it's been announced that he's going to be charged with involuntary manslaughter in the shooting of a, of a associate producer of a project that he was working on in the state of New Mexico, uh, a movie called Rust. Uh, but now, yeah, it's crazy. Alec Baldwin is going to be charged. I do believe one other member of the production team will be charged as well. But the big news is Baldwin is going to be uh, indicted for involuntary manslaughter. Wow, that's a pretty wacky, uh, wacky situation. I mean, considering he and his wife have been doing interviews uh, ever since the incident, but it was kind of like, uh, it was a hard story to follow, but whatever it was, for whatever the reason, uh, Baldwin is going to be charged uh, with involuntary manslaughter. So this is going to be uh, pretty, pretty wild. Uh, and we'll be following the trial uh, once it starts, but that's just some breaking news from earlier today. Now, the real big news, uh, even though that's important, but the bigger news is today is the day that according to um, Janet Yellen, the Treasury Secretary, that the nation reaches its debt limit. Now, uh, as they said many times in the movie Top Gun Maverick, fights on. We now have McCarthy and the House uh, Republicans, uh, according to the mainstream media, which is something you never should watch. Well, they're just extremists and, and they're just out for revenge. It's like, people, 
please do yourselves a favor, especially for seniors. Don't listen to the mainstream corporate media because they're lying sacks of crap. And they're, and they're going to be lying about this. And they've been preparing for this onslaught, uh, given their incestuous alliance with the DNC. Uh, yeah, it's, it's going to start out. But here we go. Uh, we already had the 18 rhino reprobates, the, the supposed Republicans in the Senate, who voted for this crazy omnibus bill, but they were being too cute by half because they forgot to deal with the debt ceiling. Now, here it is. Now, you have the White House and Biden saying, we want a clean bill. We're not going to negotiate. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with Schmucky Chucky and Mitch, the son of a <clears throat> McConnell. Uh, they're basically saying, you know, hey, we want a clean bill. Well, no, you're not going to get it, people. Because this is the test of McCarthy's leadership. This is what an awful lot of the grassroots voted for in giving the Republicans the majority, even though it's a slim one, in the House. Now, there are, you always have to be on the lookout for rhinos and uniparty types who basically want to bend over and grab the ankles for the Democrats and all of a sudden look nice to the media, which is really wrong. I mean, it's like, my goodness, the, the left and the media are having meltdowns all over the place. All over the place. And it's and it was before even the debt ceiling. You now have MAGA Republicans, America Firsters, having more of a presence on key committees like Homeland Security. Marjorie Taylor Greene was a, was appointed to that committee. Lauren Boebert, Andy Biggs uh, are going to be, I believe, going to be on the Oversight Committee. Oh, and that absolutely just makes the left mad. And I say, yay. Isn't, you know what they say about payback? Yeah, you're getting your share. After all the crap you put this nation through and what Biden and his goofballs have done, along with the rhino reprobates, the uniparty types in the House and in the Senate, especially the Senate. Yeah, all right. We're now going to see which philosophy endures. The status quo, uh, the debt ceiling goes up no matter what and with no conditions, or do we actually have the adults in the room who are saying, hey, we need, spend, we need some limits on spending. We need prioritized spending. And that absolutely makes the left and the media just they're, the demons inside of them just start manifesting because folks and especially our seniors you're going to be told ad nauseum by the by the corporate media that we have to raise the debt ceiling you know it's the same old scare tactics we can't afford to lose the full faith and credit of the United States. We have to have this. We have to have this. And it's like it will be just a nausea fest. So if you're going to be watching it, and sadly I have to, 
I'm keeping a bottle of Pepto-Bismol real handy, like within arm's reach, because it's going to sicken people with half a brain. We cannot, absolutely cannot, continue this. To borrow a word from the left, it's not sustainable. We are $31.5 trillion, that's TR trillion dollars, right now. And to just jack it up and jack it up, jacking, and I mean the debt limit, jacking it up ad nauseum with no real, no real answers. And the fact that you now have McCarthy and House Republicans saying, hey, you know, you want your debt ceiling? You better negotiate with us instead of vice versa. This is going to be the test of Kevin McCarthy's spine. Because I'll guarantee you, if he rolls over for any of these Democrats, it's going to get real ugly really fast for Speaker McCarthy because there's not, there's probably not going to be just one member calling for a motion to vacate. There would be a bunch. And I'm talking the Freedom Caucus 20. These great Americans who are actually being adults, they're saying, hey, we can't do this anymore. We can't do this to the people anymore. But again, in the minds of swamp creatures of, the, of, the, of D.C., they don't give a rip about you, the American people. Now, there are some that do. They are the good guys, and they're the ones who need to be supported. That mean, the, forget the Senate. McConnell is a jerk, and he's a goofball, and he doesn't give a rip. Because so long as he gets what's his, he doesn't care about you, the American people, who bust your butts every day. And you're trying to keep a roof over your head, food on the table, um, <laughs> clothes for your kids and for yourself, so you don't go, so you don't go around looking homeless. You've got to put gas in your vehicles to go to work. These are, and you have to pay things like light bills and utilities. This is the type of thing that absolutely drives me crazy, and this is what drives you crazy. And the fact that, oh, well, we're just going to add more to the debt, raise the debt limit. It's like, no, excuse me. It's like, hey, people, it's, it's like your credit cards. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, like your credit cards, folks, because you cannot, nor should you. I mean, I don't know of any American family right now in this crazy economy who's looking to uh, jack up their, uh, their credit card limits. I have a credit card. I'm more concerned about paying it off rather than raising the limit. And this is what families across the country do. This is what small businesses, medium-sized and even large businesses do. They have to work with what they have. Now, for those especially for seniors. I mean, I almost have to explain this to my mom. She's 83, and it's like, yeah, and many seniors, especially here in Florida, because we have a large community of them, have to realize 
You're, they're going to play you. They're going to play on your emotions. They're going to put fear. They're going to just speak fear over you. Saying that, oh, they're going to get rid of Social Security and Medicare. and It's BS. It's complete BS, people. I mean, I've been learning about this stuff lately. Now, we get a lot of money coming in as far as federal revenues. We get a lot. Now, it's not as much as we used to because of inflation and various other factors. But Social Security, Medicare... Are, but they are contractually, the government is contractually obligated to make sure that that money is there and available. Now, you pay Social Security, you pay Medicare, you pay the interest service on the debt and some other things, and you also take care of bondholders and you make sure they get paid. You know, so. The full faith and credit of the United States is not at risk. Okay, it's not. You pay those things that you have to pay off. And what's left, that's what you have to work with. And this is why Biden and the Democrats don't want to negotiate because they want carte blanche. They want to do whatever they want for all kinds of whatever, earmarks or whatever, uh, and to put forth their agenda. And frankly, uh, no. Sorry. You know, and Republicans are just as guilty of this crap as anything else. So the uniparty types in the Senate, no, you're just going to have to learn to do something responsible for once. Okay? You're just going to have to. Because now... What are you going to prioritize? That's what they're talking about in the House. That's what they're talking about. You know, what are you going to do with the money that you have left over after you fulfill these other obligations? And that's what drives Biden, Schmucky Chucky, uh, Mitch, the son of a <clears throat> McConnell, it makes it that's what drives them crazy, and especially in the Senate, since all these fan Zelensky fanboys want to put all this money into the Ukraine and to hell with the U.S. border, which is being actually invaded. Yeah, so I have no sympathy. I have not, if you're a Republican and you don't want to be responsible, I will pretty much uh, curse you out on the air. Because you need to be held to account. And I'm talking people like Tom Cotton, who's supposed to be some kind of fighter. I went off on him yesterday. I totally went off on him. I mean, he voted for the uh, omnibus monstrosity. So did Boozman, both from Arkansas. Yeah, it's like, I'd love to see you explain it to the people of Arkansas why you put the American economy in danger and why do you believe... And Tom Cotton can't do this. Boozman can't do it. And any Republican who voted for the omnibus bill and this whole thing with the Ukraine, none of you freaking cowards are able to go back to your respective states and tell your constituents, the people who put you in office so you could screw them over, what is our compelling national interest 
with the Ukraine. Nobody's been able to explain this ever since this whole mess started a year, a little over a year ago, I think, I, or almost a year. But anyway, still, we now have to deal with this. We absolutely have to deal with this. If we cannot come to some kind of an agreement, and it has to be on Biden and the Democrats, because, hey, all the real thing that has to that Kevin McCarthy has to do is just simply just be cool, relax. There's money. Uh, there is there's money in June until June. So you just basically just tell them with a with a smile and flip them the bird uh, with a smile and flip them the bird. We are not going to negotiate right now. You people need to come and tell us why it's important that we just simply pass the debt ceiling with no conditions and not deal with spending. Hmm. I mean, this is going to, well, and, and watch, the word obstructionist is going to come out. The Republicans are being obstructionist. It's going to come out. But the problem is, they're not the obstructionists. It's Schmore, the Senate, and Biden. To simply say up front, we're not going to negotiate. I said, oh, and I would basically say, okay, you don't want to negotiate right now. We have a plan. We're not going to tell you what that plan is, but we actually have a plan. And we will present it at the right time to you and to the American people as far as what are our spending priorities. Hmm? And that's going to really mess up some people because come September, at the end of the fiscal year, we got to go through this all over. We have to, well, maybe not with the debt ceiling, but you're going to go through this all over again with with brand new appropriations, trying to get regular order the way it's been done for the longest time until you came up with continuing resolution after continuing resolution after continuing resolution, blah, blah, blah. Do it the way it's been done. 12 separate appropriations bills being voted on, up or down, and then you move on. You know, take it one piece at a time instead of these huge omnibus bills that are so loaded with pork it makes a pig jealous. No, no, no. We, the adults, have to stand up, smack the dingback kids upside the head and tell them, sit down and learn something. Learn things. This is what I've committed myself to do to learn about this issue. And I would suggest any America-loving person learns this. Because if we screw this up, we got real problems coming. And China is going to be the largest economy on the planet. Period. That's not something I'm into. Uh, and I really, no, 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 no. Now, I know there are Democrats that are okay, seem to be okay with this, but there's an awful lot of Americans who aren't. I mean, hardworking Americans, playing by the rules, going to work every day, their kids are going to school, and they're just trying to live their lives without this looming threat of complete economic collapse. 
because the economic collapse won't come by being responsible with spending and prioritizing spending. This is what the Democrats and the incestuous alliance they have with the corporate media, they're going to do this. And anybody who doesn't jump right in lockstep with them, they're going to get called names, they're going to be called cruel, they're, go they're just, they're, you're going to have people having meltdowns. And this is why liberalism is still a mental disorder, credit to Michael Savage. So this is what they're going to tell you. So hang tight, learn things, because the more you learn about this issue, and there's plenty of folks that do that, uh, Russ Vogt, uh, Steve Bannon's War Room, uh, Steve Cortez, others, learn these things. Learn what they tell you, because they're going to play with your mind, they're going to be playing with your emotions, and they're going to try to get you scared, just like COVID. Except, in this case, we're talking financially, not health-wise. But it's, the still, it's still the same principle. They're going to do whatever they can to get people all afraid, especially seniors, they're going to take Medicaid, they're going to take Medicare, and they're going to take Social Security every stinking year. Every stinking year. An election cycle. They say that all the time to get seniors scared and to vote for them. It's just like the Democrats pull out the race card saying that, oh, if you vote Republican, churches are going to burn. You know, they actually did that back in the 90s. They have all of these black liberals programmed into thinking that, oh, you can't have a Republican because Republicans are racist. It's like, when if you actually weren't so dang intellectually lazy, you would discover very much like I did, the Democrats were the ones who were the racist. And to a degree, they still are. They still are. The Democrats supported slavery. The Democrats supported Jim Crow. They did everything. They founded the Ku Klux Klan. And they were allies of the, of the Democrats. So, yeah, do a little homework, black folks. Stop being just played like a Stradivarius every two to four years. I mean, it's like, I call it political domestic violence. You know, every two years they come around, you know, all the Democrats. It's like somebody who's beaten the, like a, a person who's had the stuffing beat out of them. And then all of a sudden, here comes whoever. It's like, oh, baby, I'm sorry. You know, here it's like, and, and they bring flowers, they bring candy, stuffed animals. Like, oh, I'm sorry, baby. I'm really sorry. I don't want to, I won't do it again. I won't do it again. And... I swear the parallels are mind-blowing. And they're like, oh, well, okay. Well, he said he was sorry. Saying you're sorry is one thing. Being sorry and doing things that actually back it up are something else. So, yeah, this is the same sort of thing. Every year, and black folks still buy it. Too many black folks still buy it. Now, there's, thank goodness for Blexit, and Candace Owens, God bless her. There are some that are starting to figure this out, and it's younger blacks. They're 
college educated. Many of them are young professionals. And yes, they're starting to get it. Sadly, there's too many that are still under the influence of the Sith, the Democrat Sith, but that's okay. Slowly but surely. Take what you get. Take what you get. Slow but sure. So yeah, it's the same sort of thing. And what they're going to be doing with the debt ceiling fight on media and God knows everywhere else is that the Republicans are just mean, they're terrible. You know, it's like, mm mm-hmm. No, mean and terrible in the mind of a liberal means actually you're, they're being responsible. And we can't have res- physical responsibility. We have to have this government uber alles. Government takes care of everything from cradle to grave. This is what socialism was like. This is why the Soviet Union failed. And I've been to the old Soviet Union. Whew, it was a mess then. It didn't, communism, socialism, whatever you wanted to call it, it didn't work. It totally didn't work. And it's not working now, especially with the American economy and the American way of life. No, sorry. I mean, there's going to be a fight, so just be ready. Fight's on now from here until this thing gets resolved. And then we're going to have it again. Uh, in September towards the end of the fiscal year when the Congress, the House Republicans, can actually start to use all of that lovely power of the purse for appropriations. So, yeah, all, all the omnibus bill did was delay the inevitable. That's all it did. It delayed the inevitable because now with all of these Uh, key committees in Congress, and many of them actually have uh, MAGA Republicans, the the people that you've been programmed to hate, now things are going to get a whole lot of fun. So be patient, everybody. Learn about the issues. Be informed. I mean, last year I said be a voice. For this year, it's be informed. Learn things. Uh, that's my, uh, one of my favorite shows while it was on was NCIS New Orleans. And the main character, uh, Dwayne Pride, played by Scott Bakula, who's a great actor, he used to tell his team, learn things. This is that attitude that I'm taking. It's time to learn things. Don't just be a patriot and kind of well, this and that. Don't go by your feelings. Learn things. Learn the numbers. Demand to see the math. Because without it, anything that comes out of some sort of a deal with the debt limit, it's not just going to be automatically done. It needs to be balanced. It needs to be responsible. And apparently, there are far too many politicians who are quite willing very willing to be irresponsible, and that is not going to cut it. Not anymore. So stay tuned, folks. It's going to get fun. Uh, Let's see. Well, (laughs) here's a little something that kind of made me go, whoa. This is is pretty intriguing. Now, back, oh gosh, I don't know how many years ago, Ben Savage, who is a young actor, he was in a sitcom, I believe it was on ABC, called Boy Meets World. 
Now, Ben Savage is the younger brother of Fred Savage, who many people remember from his show, The Wonder Years, which, is a gr- which was a great show. I loved watching it. But apparently now, Ben Savage is now going to be running for Congress. Go fig, he's already starting. But it's not the fact that he's running for Congress that's interesting. It's who he's primarying. Now, Savage is going to be a Democrat, but he is going to be going against and primarying Adam Schiff. Yes, Ben Savage is going to be primarying Shifty Shift, Mr. Melonhead, Mr. Pencilneck. And I thought, whoa. Now, this could be the first time that I might consider actually, uh, <laughs> uh, well, contributing to a Democrat. <laughs> because Schiff has been nothing short of a mess. He is a sociopathic liar, pathologic liar. And now that he's been officially kicked off the House Intelligence Committee, along with his fellow goofball, uh, Swolehead, um, and over be, over his uh, Chinese girlfriend, Miss Fang Fang. I'm like, no, because they're, they're not on the committees. They're not on the committee anymore. No, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens uh, with Fred Savage. Uh, not Fred Savage. I'm sorry, Ben Savage, his brother, going against uh, Adam Schiff come next year in the primary. Ooh, this could be fun. It could be fun. I mean, I hope it's fun, and I'd love to see him knock off Schiff, but who knows? California's a mess, and it will continue to do so, so long as the Democrats run it. And I mean run it straight into the ground. But ending on that note for today, my friends, thank you so much for uh, listening. Uh, Like I said, program note, uh, there will be no... uh, been black and right tomorrow, but we will be back as per usual uh, Monday morning. Uh, next Monday, uh, we will be back at it. Um, I'll tell you about uh, my trip to Jacksonville. That's going to be a little bit fun. But we will. I will be monitoring the whole situation with uh, the debt ceiling and other news. So I will be back on Monday, and of course. Uh, I'll be posting on all of all of my uh, social media on Twitter, Instagram, Getter, True Social, True Patriot Network, uh, and Parlor. So we'll be doing a lot of that. So for now, take care, my friends. Have yourself a fantastic weekend wherever you are. If it's cold, stay warm. Please stay warm. <laughs> It, it's going to be pretty. Uh, it's going to be pretty bad with some of this winter. So, take care. God bless. I love you guys. And always remember, patriots come in all colors.